as much as I love being promoted and protected by pain, failure, setbacks, and mistakes, they kick my ass sometimes and I got to get up. I'm not feeling it. This is the playbook. Dora Marie. Dora Maria, if you can please unmute yourself. Welcome to the clubhouse. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jake. Um, so, David, um, you talked about detaching emotion. Um, what is a good reset for that? Because I think around the holidays and being around family, you get tempted to go right back into it. What's one way to disrupt that from your perspective? Yeah. So just think of a stop sign. Anytime that your emotions, the energy, you don't feel good, you, you, you feel, you know, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful. Some of these feelings we always get around certain people, certain ideas, certain, uh, you know, situations. And so we want to start identifying, you know, where we're being bled or where we don't, where we start feeling that interference. The, the real practice isn't just stopping, right? Stopping is the reset. Do not try to fight it, resist it, overcome it, or worse, accelerate in the wrong direction, which most people do, including me. But instead, the better we get at stopping and breathing and reminding through coherence what we want, who we can help, who can help us, how to get it done, and, of course, doing it, (laughs) we then can apply our why. And one of the best mechanisms of stopping is forgiving ourselves, forgiving ourselves for interfering with what we already are, happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. Forgive yourself knowing that everyone has their own perception and, you know, forgiving them is much easier when you have forgiven yourself. Others are mirrors of ourselves. We don't like in others what we don't like in ourselves. And we carry baggage and trauma uh, and resistance and separation with others, especially our family members during the holidays. So I just remind myself that whenever I feel interference, whenever I fear my emotions are attached to something I don't want it attached to that bleeds me, stop. Just stop and breathe. That's the first step. Just stop. And then you can start learning through coherence, these patterns of energetic and genetic inheritance, which is why when we accumulate a collective consciousness called a family that all has the same genetic and energetic uh, inheritance of resistance or interference, this is why we create these different problems. One of the interesting things that one of my coaching clients, uh, they had never had a family function without drama, without trauma. And this was the first year they were able to do that. And they said it was so amazing. This is the first time ever that there was no fighting, no whatever. And I said to the person, I said, here's what's funny is every single year, somebody left your family function saying that, but you had a different perception. And I promise you that people have left this year's holiday party from you and your family saying that was awful. There was so much drama and trauma. We are in control of our mindset, our heart set, and our handset. And the best way to reset it is to stop. Does that sound fair? That sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you. All right, Jake, I'm going to take a question online uh, and uh, go ahead. Who's up next for Clubhouse? Next up will be Roman uh, Raymond Ray when you're ready. All right, perfect. Let me take the, the question online. For the times you're feeling down and you need a jolt of inspiration, what do you do? That's where motivation comes in, right? Motivation is a soul sucker in the respect that fear, the false evidence appearing real, can motivate us. So I use motivation, not inspiration, motivation as a jolt 
of inspiration. Motivation is a jolt of inspiration in the respect that it gets me up, get me back up, get me started, get me back started. Then I use the what, the who, the how, and the now in order to apply my why. But sometimes, whether it's biochemically, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, or whether it's just a matter of lessons, I need to get back up right? As much as I love being promoted and protected by pain, failure, setbacks, and mistakes, they kick my ass sometimes and I got to get up. I'm not feeling it. So I distinguish the short-term inspiration called motivation. Sometimes I use fear. I try not to in order to effectuate, you know, setting the bar lower, making sure I put myself into movement, into the emotion that I want, utilizing the stop, drop, and roll mechanism or the power of 64 in order to effectuate the kaleidoscope of happiness, productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. But I got to sometimes when I'm feeling down, I need a jolt of inspiration, utilizing motivation to get up, get back up, get started and get back started, transitioning that into the what, the who, the how, the now, applying my why. And once again, opening up that inspiration, reminding myself, remembering and recollecting, I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am worthy, shit, I'm doing something to interfere with it. Let me be motivated in order to get myself rolling in the right trajectory or direction. All right, Jake, let's bring up Raymond. Raymond, welcome to the clubhouse. If you can please unmute yourself. Hey, thanks so much, David. As always, thanks for the value you provide, Jake. Thanks for being a great facilitator. Good to have you here again, David. Question for you, David. Can you talk a little bit about when you evaluate joint ventures, deals, uh, partnerships, things like that. The difference, you know, not where David's putting his money into something, it's all his risk, all he's doing, but a third party said, hey, let's do this together. And possibly there's money to lose or money to gain involved. Can you peel behind that a bit? If that's the that oh, question is fair, please. Thank Yeah, thank you. That You know, I'm so glad that we can take this down into a more pragmatic effectuation instead of the theoretical. So um, there's a couple processes involved. One, when I'm getting into a joint venture partnership, et cetera, I utilize a trust and vet mechanism, number one, to see where I'm aligned with synergistic or supplementary to the people or parties that I'm working with. Trusting and vetting uh, are in symbiosis together, meaning they're the same. When I trust you enough from the representations that you've made in order to, for example, articulate a quantitative value to exceed what I'm asking for, the first step is to trust and vet. I trust what you say by vetting the crap out of you. See, I trust you if you make representations to me that we're comfortable that you're being truthful enough that I can ask the hard questions. I lost millions and millions of dollars in my life because I knew people were lying to me or other people had warned me that they're lying or it was too good to be true. And I was too afraid to offend them by asking them the hard questions about numbers, times, emotions or whatever else, or just even the question, why are you doing this? And when we trust and vet, we then can go to the second step in these joint ventures to find the synergy, to find the supplementary help that we can give through partnership, joint ventures, et cetera, investments. And the key is after we trust and vet, then we have to align our timing and risk tolerance to the joint venture partnership or investment opportunity. You see, if no matter if we make money or lose money or have success or not, we have to know what our expectations are. And those expectations in these type of relationships are called timing and risk tolerance. So for example, if my joint venture with the state of California is to buy a lottery ticket, and I know there's a billion to one chance I can win, and my $2 investment 
adheres to or aligns with or synergistic to the billion to one chance and I lose because I fall into that respect of timing and risk tolerance, I'm happy. I got what I paid for. But so many times people don't trust it, trust and vet. People do not utilize their own timing and risk tolerance to see how it's aligned with synergistic or supplementary to the joint venture partnership or investment. And then they feel like they lost. Believe it or not, if you don't take your timing and risk tolerance, you won't even understand when you don't lose. You won't understand to the varying degree whether or not it has met what your timing and risk tolerance was. We have no disappointment if we trust and vet and know our timing and risk tolerance in joint ventures. I also create these in a variety of different ways. That's why I have an overlap agreement. The greatest change in my life is this overlap agreement because for years and years and years, being of service and value, being of value and, and always wanting to help people, being a pleaser, being too afraid to receive, not realizing that I was diminishing and dissolving and dissipating my own vessel by not asking for more because I would appreciate everything I have, add value to it, which expands me. I'd acknowledge it by giving it away, by selling it, by losing it, by being manipulated out of it, by it being stolen from me. But then I would forget to ask for more when I have this beautiful big new vessel that has added on or accelerated the universe. And so I utilize the trust and best, the timing and risk tolerance in order to fill my vessel more by asking for more, by utilizing this overlap agreement. And in the last few years, created seven figures of income simply by having a memorialization, a digital searchable document of all the different people that I can help and can help me. Utilizing the New Day Resolution, I now can codify and memorialize these joint ventures, these partnerships, these investments that I make. And it's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of memorialization, of reminding, you know, that, hey, refer you this dentist because he's going to give you a $100 credit. Hey, refer this painter because they're going to give you 20% commission back or vice versa. Let people know you are one of the world's greatest speakers. You want to empower over a billion people to be happy. You'll give them 20% of your six-figure speaking engagement fee. Whatever it may be, overlap agreements have changed my life. And I've templated the open-ended questions of who can help me and who I can help, power sponsors, sponsors, open mind, closed minds, all these different things to effectuate these partnerships, joint ventures, et cetera, that we just need to trust and vet and know our timing and risk tolerance in order to what? Create abundance, more than enough of everyone, utilizing the what, the who, the how, the now to prioritize those and utilize them to apply our why. Hopefully that uh, helps, Raymond, and feel free reach out to me to get that overlap agreement. It's a, it's a godsend. I'll send it to anyone, David at dmelzer.com. My contacts are in the, in the bio, but please reach out because I, I promise you it'll make a huge difference in 2022. Awesome. All right, Jake, I'm going to take uh, another question online and then who's up next on, on Clubhouse? Uh, when you're ready, Dave, we've got Michelle GI who's ready to ask a question on Clubhouse. Love it. All righty. Um, next question online. Uh, how do you avoid overpromising? <laughs> well, first of all, uh, recognizing our energetic and genetic uh, inheritance is so important in overpromising. Some of us quantumly uh, are natural overpromisers. 
uh, overpromisers, oversellers, overdeliverers. I mean, oh, you know, manipulators, liars, and even cheaters sometimes for good intention. That's what overpromising is. And uh, you know, understanding uh, these new day resolutions allows us to stay aligned with the activity we get paid for activity we don't get paid for in our sleep. It, it stays and aligns the utilization of our activities. And usually when we are overpromising, one, it's an aspect of energetic and genetic inheritance, two, to please others, right? It's a good intention, which makes it a duplicative negativity that we have good intentions and we end up hurting people by overpromising and underdelivering. And so I actually have created a codification, a go, no go plan uh, that manages not just the people that I'm working with expectations, but my own. And it could be just a simple email that say, Hey, our next steps are this on this date, et cetera. I will give you a call to do this, or here is the memorialization in the overlap agreement in a go, no go plan that I'm going to do this. We'll both decide whether we should move forward to the second step, the third step, all the way up to big enterprise scopings, which I used to charge 50 to $100,000 to scope huge enterprise solutions for. I would have a very detailed go, no go plan, but I use it in the simple ways with my family, friends, associates to create a go, no go plan to create alignment, agreement, commanding each other, working with each other and staying aligned. The AAA philosophy in life is utilized by this go, no go plan in that we, number one, need to spend 80% of our time in alignment, only 20% in action that's based off of the preparation of adjustment. That's why the new day resolution is a formulation of the AAA strategy of alignment, action, and adjustment. 80% of our time should be spent evaluating what feeds us what's aligned with us, trusting and vetting and knowing our timing and risk tolerance and figuring that out, then we can take action through motivation or temporary inspiration and inspiration itself. And then through new day resolutions, learning lessons, knowing something greater than us loves us more than our mommy or we love our own children to be promoted and protected to a better place, a better situation. Overpromising is an aspect of not creating a go, no go plan or implementing the AAA strategy. So avoid overpromising by having these methodologies of new day resolutions, AAA strategy, and a go, no go plan in order to effectuate alignment with people to manage and develop the expectations, which is 80% of your time. Remember, most people spend 80% of their time in the wrong place in things that bleed them. It's a natural course of human nature to feed that which bleeds us. I want you to shift the paradigm in 2022 and for the rest of your existence by dying off the limitations and stop feeding that which bleeds you and feed that which feeds you, utilizing the go-no-go -go plan, the AAA strategy, et cetera, the five practices of the New Day Resolution. And you will avoid over-promising, identifying the energetic and genetic inheritance of overselling, over-promising, et cetera. All right, Jake, let's bring up our next person online. Let's bring up Michelle. Michelle, welcome to the clubhouse. If you can please unmute yourself. Yes. Hey, Jake. Hey, Dave. Such power. Oh, my God. This is a master class. So honored. Um, as someone who's seeking to transition from my, my government job, serving women, veteran entrepreneurs, and helping them 
you know, find uh, opportunities in the federal contracting space. What would you, what advice and things would you uh, recommend uh, to someone in transition? Yes. First of all, everyone's in transition. Some transitions seem to be bigger than others. And not only utilizing the new day resolutions, the five daily practices of every day in the context of this transition, knowing the what, the who, who you can help, who can help you, how, and knowing and prioritizing what's important in versus urgent or urgency of what you're doing and applying your why. One of the keys is uh, counterintuitive, and that's to lean into what you do today. See, the keys to transition is having more time and more opportunity and more resources. And the only way that we can do that is to actually lean into what we're doing today to do it more efficiently, effectively with statistical success. So we have more time, opportunity and options. The last thing that we want to do is to share our focus, our attention and intention on both things at one time, because what happens is we end up dissipating our main source of, or our main resource. And then when we make a transition, we don't have enough resources in order to effectuate a successful transition. So I have people lean into what they do have control of, which is one, the mindset, two, the heart set of how you feel about it, and three, the handset of leaning back in to get better at what you're currently doing to provide yourself with the objective, with the objective of having more time, more opportunity, more resources by leaning into what you're doing. You will find those resources within the context of the collective consciousness that you're in, the activities that you get paid for, activities you don't get paid for, and of course, even your sleep, which is the aspect of unwinding to recover the body, mind, and soul, and access more information to give yourself more time, more opportunity, and more options. Most people end up dissipating and dissolving their transition because they are sharing time and space instead of allowing themselves to create the time and space necessary for the transition. So lean into the resources that you already have, including what you're already doing, by the objective of creating time options and opportunities and resources to facilitate a transition that is capitalized correctly, that is utilized correctly, and energetically is a growth acceleration instead of an interference. Does that sound fair? Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Um, I, I would like to ask if you could um, talk more about utilizing the time that you have you know you're saying separate the two but yet they're one yeah so yeah utilizing the time that we have so i am a student of my calendar i use straight outlook for most of the things that I, that i do from repositing lessons and stories to effectuating the activities i get paid for activities i don't get paid for and my sleep uh, activities I have planned and I don't have planned. And when I talk about being a student, it is the mathematical equation of luck. Uh, it is the law of assumption that says what I pay attention to, what I focus in on through the what, the who, the how, the now, plus what I give intention to. And when I give intention to, it means I'm going to think, say, do, believe, and feel. I'm going to add feel for everyone. You want to feel what it's going to be like 
because that's how the subconscious communicates to the energetic and genetic inheritance called your unconscious competency, your unconscious being, your DNA, this quantum being that you are. We need to feel it as well. So if you pay attention to what you want in this transition, not what other people want, what's missing or what you don't want, and you think, say, do, and believe and feel it, by utilizing this idea, the coincidences, the coinciding of what already exists will occur. There's coincidences happening all around us. The more you raise and elevate your awareness by utilizing these methodologies, the more coincidences you'll become aware of, but they're happening all around us. You're just not aware of them right now. And so I use time uh, in the aspect of this lens or kaleidoscope of happiness to be more productive so I want to be more efficient, effective, and statistically successful. I created this thing called the power of 64 with in conjunction with the student of the calendar, where I am very uh, pragmatic or coherent in being twice as productive. So if on average, people are eight hours productive a day, five days a week, I'm 16 hours productive a day, seven days a week. Then I focus in on through this formula to be more efficient by finding four minutes a day, by creating, you know, two weeks vacation for myself every year, by putting my phone, my keys and my wallet in the same place, because 80 hours a year is spent looking for shit. And I know that I now can have those hours of efficiency in my life and then statistical success by utilizing the new day resolution and the five daily practices within the new day resolution, taking into consideration my new year's resolutions, my intermediate and long-term objectives, which change as I grow and learn. All of this is an aspect of reconciling the speed of thought, all of these great attention and intention with what? The speed of light, the time it takes from a particle of light to get from the sun to the earth, which creates our 24 hour calendar, our 24 hour clock, the man-made construct of time, which is the gift that we've been given for activity we get paid for, activity we don't get paid for, and our sleep, which is only for recovery and access allowing us to plateau and grow, not to live this next year like a tube, food in, food out, wondering why we end up in the same place, end up why we end up with what's missing, what we don't want or what other people want for us. So utilize the rate reconciliation of the speed of thought and the speed of time. Use and be a student of your calendar, not only paying attention to, but giving intention to what you think, say, do, believe, and especially feel, feel what it's going to be like, and the coincidences you want will occur or coincidences that are better than you want it will occur knowing that you are protected and promoted by a great source and omniscient power that loves you more than your mom loves you or you love your own children feel free to reach out to me i'd love to work with you on this this is a life and game changer for everyone uh, hopefully you caught it. I know I talk fast. I know this is recorded. I have other videos on it too that you can watch and document. So please reach out if you if you want to learn more. Thank you. Awesome. All right. I'm going to take another question online and then maybe one more person on Clubhouse. Okay, Jake? Great. Thanks, Dave. All right. Perfect. I'm going to do a quick one. It's a fun one. Do you have any weird quote unquote rituals that you do? Tons. Right. Because I don't give a shit what other people think is weird. I am weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a spectrum that 10% of the people, no matter what I sound like or say, because I do sound like my boy Glenn, they're going to love me. They're going to love the way I sound. I can say the word the and they'll be like, oh, my God, Dave Meltzer changed my life. Right. And then 10% of the people are going to hate me. 
They're going to say, oh, my God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's the worst the ever. This guy is full of shit. He's a manipulator, overseller, back end seller. I'm not on their frequency. And then 80 percent in varying degrees are going to think I'm weird. And yes, I have all kinds of weird rituals. You're, t- you're looking at someone that wore the same goddamn pair of socks for three years because I thought they were my lucky socks. And I'm traveling around all over with holes in my shoes and holes in my socks, made over a million dollars in nine months out of law school with holes in my shoes and socks because my ritual of my lucky socks. I trace calligraphies for goodness sake. Every day I trace calligraphies for the download of the universe. This, I have an unwinding routine. I believe my tomorrow starts at 9 p.m. I have so many quote unquote weird rituals, but guess what? They work for me. They work through me. So I'm not saying they're going to work for you. I'm not saying to go trace calligraphies or wear the same pair of socks or whatever else weird that I do. But I only have two rules of doing things. One, will it harm anyone else? Will it create interference for anyone else? Now, the smelly socks may have, but I did wash them. Uh, But does it hurt anyone else? And two, does it work for me? That's all I ask. Will it hurt someone else? Because I won't do it if it does. And does it work for me? So please utilize weird rituals. Let them work for you. We're all weirdos. I don't mean that to offend you, but 10% of the people will love that. 80% will think it's weird, but may give it a try if it doesn't hurt anyone else. And 10% are going to hate me for having the weird rituals and think I'm the biggest moron in the world. God bless you all. I pray for your happiness. Last question, Jake. Yes, let's do it. Utilize weird rituals. Dave, I hope, I hope you're wearing those socks today for the Michigan. No, dude, I, I got rid of that ritual. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, last up on Clubhouse, Dave, we've got Limitless Siga. Siga, welcome to the Clubhouse. Hello, Jake and everyone on the stage. And Dave, thank you so much for having me. Happy 2022 to everyone. So, um, Dave, you put at the bottom of your emails... Reese Ipsa Lacruter. I would really love you to speak on that because as we elevate, particularly myself, in 2022 and beyond to infinity plus one, as you always say, this I have been thinking deeply about and I wanted you to speak on that and peel back for us. I love it. So my ego uh, like many others in the signature of my email got in my way, right? I'd list out, you know, top 10 speaker. I'd list out variety magazine, sports humanitarian of the year, elevator pitch, two minute drill, office hours, best podcast in the world, greatest, most handsome husband. You know, everybody lists out all this shit on their signature. And I looked at it in the energy that it carried and said, hold on a second. I am healthy, happy, wealthy, and worthy. I don't need to please or impress anybody. And I recall in law school, a great term, race ipsa loquitur, it's Latin. That which stands for itself. That which stands for itself. I am happy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy. I stand for what I stand for. Let my name, David, beloved, Meltzer, servant, Let my name stand for itself and let my actions, good and bad, let my actions, honest and dishonest, manipulative and truthful, let my actions speak for themselves. Let my essence, my vibration, my frequency speak 
for itself. So 10% of the people will always love me. Hopefully 80% it will resonate with, and I will gladly pray for the happiness for the 10% that don't like me or hate me or have interference. I will pray for their happiness, knowing that happy people don't attack, don't have labels, which are for shampoo to attack judgments, conditions, worry, anxiety, fear, anger, etc. Live your life in rest ipsa loquitur, that which speaks for itself. As we enter this new year, utilizing new day resolutions to determine our new year resolutions, intermediate and long-term objectives to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Most importantly, let's all be kind to our future selves in 2022 and do good deeds. I appreciate everyone. Please reach out to me for the 14-day gratitude challenge or any of these templates or any videos that I can give you. I'll even send you guys books. I don't care. It's all free. Just email me, david at dmelzer.com. Have an extraordinary year. Enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential.